space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome back to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim, and with me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And we're on to episode two of Star Trek Picard. This one's called Maps and Legends. Yeah. Good episode. Not the same as the first. No, there was a bit less... Less... I'm going to say less action, (laughs) but we had a huge action scene at the beginning. Yes, true. To maybe yeah, a bit sort of front loaded with yeah. with action, but yeah, it, it was more sort of establishing the story. Yeah, it was. Uh, we we talked about sort of serialization versus episodic TV yeah. and everything. And, and this is definitely this is a serialized episode. This is it. It nudges everything along nicely. Yeah, it's very much just moving the story forward slowly. Yeah, and plenty well, of time for character and everything. Yeah. But it isn't one that you'd go, oh, that's the episode where... I'm going to go back and watch that one. Yeah, something <laughs> happened. You know, yeah. th- there's no sort of one thing that you can pull out of this one and go, yeah, yeah it's, that's it's what that one not was. A stand- it's not a standalone. It's no, and I, I, it, I, I'm not... It's not a filler episode. No. By any means, it's a move, it's a move the story along episode. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is the thing with when you're telling a serialised story, it's yeah. all... All the episodes are just part of the story. Yeah, it's yeah, we're essentially watching a ten-hour movie. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we're hour, not an hour a week. <laughs> so the, yeah, there's nothing you can sort of really grab onto with this one and go, "This is the one." Yeah, where that happens. But the, not to say it's a bad episode at all. I don't think it was. No, it, was it isn't a bad good. episode. But um, a few of the sort of behind-the-scenes things. Then, so we got the same director as last week. Uh, which is Hanel Culpepper, I think. I don't, apologies if I got that one wrong. Few less writers this time, so yeah. we, we've settled down. It's um, Michael Chabon and Akiva Goldsman writing this one. They're the sole writing credits on it. I wonder if moving forward we'll find the five writers from the first episode. You might have two of them in the... In different episodes. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. And all five of them had been credited at the start of it. Yeah. It's one long story. I think that is going to be the case. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, as we said, I don't think, you know, we're going to see any sort of standalones in this. Like, no. Discovery have had the odd one or two that you can go, right, that one... Particularly in the first half of the seasons on Discovery, you get a couple where... The standalone episodes and you can yeah. go... Yeah, I just want to watch one episode of Discovery, I'll put this one on. Yeah, and there's not many, but you can, whereas this, I don't think that's what we're getting at all. And I think that's, as well with it being ten episodes, I think they're setting the stall out there that this is just going to be the one story. we're just telling one story, we're not, there's no... And I do, to an extent, miss a bit of that with Star Trek. Like, I wouldn't mind if we did have a series where we got to do those one-off stories. Like, we all know... We loved Pike, and we're all calling for a Pike season. Yeah, and it'd be nice if they did do a Pike season. Yeah, if it was done very much in the old tradition of Star Trek. Yeah, I'd like that. So we actually got an and episodic. I think, I think that's the perfect place to do it as yeah. well because we're really familiar with that timeline. We know that period in history. You can just tell little stories. Yeah. 
and it'll be great fun. And the the, the short treks, by and large, you're doing it apart from yeah. obviously Children of Mars. But um, so you know, I, I do think there is scope for that. Yeah. And it's weird because like when DS9 came out, everybody raved about wow, it's doing these serialized stories, and that's the future of telly. And I think maybe we've, in some senses, we've gone a bit too far yeah, the other way it's now. Very, it's very hard to and. It, it's almost as if they deliberately shy away yeah. from that style yeah. of storytelling like, now. If you watch police dramas, you can watch a single episode of something. That's true, actually. They, yeah, maybe they still it's, do episodic. It's perhaps yeah the sci-fi genre. Maybe but it's the not sci-fi has moved away from that. And they're not just the telling. genre for it. Yeah, and certainly with the recent Star Trek, we seem to be doing. But let's take a look then at this one. So. Weirdly, for Star Trek, we get a, an on-screen date, and it's in the human Gregorian, yeah. what, Julian, whatever it is, calendar that we use now, and it's establishing that this is 2385. Well, admittedly, this is a flashback. Yeah, so um, 14 years <coughs> in the past. And we can even date it to the day, because it's first contact day, so we know it's the 5th of April. <laughs> So this might be one of the first times we've ever got... I think Michael did it at the start of Discovery, didn't she? She said in the old calendar yeah. it would be. But yeah, so April 5th, 2385. And now that we've found out a little bit in the last episode about the what went on with Mars and everything, we get to actually see, see what's going on. Um, I, I think we're going to see even more of this down the line. I, I wondered that. I don't think... I don't think... F- this is all we're going to see. No, I won't be surprised if the teaser for a few episodes were little bits of this story yeah. and we get a little bit here and there and find out a little bit more what happened. Or even like, um, oh, what's that Japanese for? Matt Rashomon, where they, they basically it's the same incident but they tell it from about six different points right. of view. And I wonder maybe if we'll get a bit of that and see you know someone else on the station yeah. and what was happening and... Maybe someone on one of the ships... Uh, uh, taking over one of the ships. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. But uh, speaking of the ships, though, these, to me, looked more like freighters. You know, we've been establishing, Picard was saying, where we've got 10,000 ferries or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a freighter <laughs> out. And, yeah, these look like... freighters. These are big ships. Yeah. And the nacelles on them were definitely... They, they weren't sort of bang on next gen nacelles, but they were very similar to like the Enterprise E sort of yeah. style with the, the blue which, and the which, red. Which makes sense. Cause it does, yeah. So we seem to be using a bit of that, the yeah. visual language from that. But also they were quite angular, which I suppose is the Discovery influence yeah. on it. So, I mean, we didn't get a great look at them, but we seem to be blending the the styles a little bit. And then, yeah, we we see the androids basically are being used for labour, which we we speculated yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, which is <coughs> like to s- Picard's very much for the rights, but he's he hasn't had a problem. He doesn't seem to have had any problem with how they use. No, he doesn't, and I, I suppose which the, I find very strange. They literally are being used as a, a labour. They force. are, and the the people are there making jokes about them. Like you've got yeah. the one character who's like, "Oh, you know, we shouldn't really have a pop at them or whatever." He can hear you. But they are just you're a tool. Yeah, you're to do what we and, want. And like when he goes to get them, it looks like they're literally overnight just stood up in a room, stored in the thing. Yeah. yeah. And this again, you know, we talked about this when we were speculating how it might go, but 
this is what they did to the EMHs. Yeah. You know, they they just used them yeah. to, I think, was it they mining were, it, or they were cleaning out cleaning looms con- or cleaning something? Cleaning conduits. Yeah, exactly. So it, there is a precedent for it in Starfleet, but I suppose the thing is, if these are not sentient androids, yeah. then the it's not unreasonable to treat them like that. But I suppose that's the question, is are they sentient? Yeah, it's sort of like how far how far have they actually managed to get and, them and that's the thing we don't know at this stage and we we don't know what triggers it we're assuming it's some sort of Romulan well, interference well, that was one of our theory oh it yeah, was Jack's well, theory to be fair is a part and it shows Jane it yeah. does look like something's been downloaded right before he flips which ties into they do say about Daj in the first episode they say she's activating so yeah it could be that, or it could be just that all the androids have agreed at this time we're going to... Yeah. So it could be an uprising that's completely unrelated to the Romulans, but the timing of it seems Yeah, the very, timing is very dubious. It's very coincidental if you've got two. And when you look at it on... It might just be a throwaway thing, calling it First Contact Day, but... If the androids are going to make a point, that'd be a good day yeah. to do it. Uh, you know, this is the. But also, if you're wanting to have, if you are planning to sabotage like this, do it while most of the yeah. humans are away. And that's it. We know that it's like a skeleton crew. So you have yeah. the guys complaining about, you know, Where most, the only most ones people working. get this off and blah blah blah. Kind of like working in retail over yeah. Christmas yeah. and things. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, many people have commented on this. I'm not sure there's a huge amount in this, but uh, the Android's called F8, which is like fate. But uh, I'm not... Yeah. If if that is deliberate, and it's, you know, because we've had B4 before, so if it is deliberate, I'm not sure what fate's got to do with it. Like, is it's their fate to rebel, or it's the human's fate that they're... The things that were in their servitude yeah. had turned on them. Well, that's going very Terminator-ish, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, if I'm, you create an artificial life form, it will rebel at some time and just yeah, take over. It's... I'm not convinced that this fate things is a thing. No, it, it may well be. It could be, and it could be just a little. If it, it works for you, great. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely sold on it, but I know that there's a lot of people talking about it, so. Fair enough, you know, we'll acknowledge that one. And obviously, you know, once he's activated, he kills people. And he's very quick at doing, he's programming something with yeah, yeah. his part in taking down defences. Yeah, he's, he's doing something with the satellites, isn't he? Like yeah. deactivating the satellites and everything. And ultimately, he kills himself at the end yeah. of the, the sequence. Which is why I don't think it's the androids rebelling. Like, why would they all destroy themselves yeah. at the end if... If the the their goal is to be liberated, yeah, that, sort it's of on, thing, and it's deliberately shooting straight through his head, yeah, yeah. His... he's done. <laughs> yeah, no, but, that's well, gonna it's get to his processing unit. So obviously, if uh, something's been yeah. downloaded, so they're not going to be able to trace it's, it. I mean, I think the base blowing up would probably do that as well. But, yeah, but but yeah, it's yeah. I'll make sure that they've blown up the brains. Yeah, is so it? So there's no trace of this program being. Yeah, is it covering up something? Yeah, it's. I mean, like you say, I'm sure we're going to find out a lot more about this as we go through. I'm quite. I'm. I'm convinced there's, this is going to be a lot of the stories. There's a lot in there, and that's all in the teaser. We get to. Uh, there's a nice touch when they're getting the meals. 
Oh yeah. And with the repl- replicator. Yes. Now, and they go, it's Unimatrix. Yeah, they say, <laughs> I don't like the new replicator Yeah, can we go tech. back to the Uni? And we, yeah, you mentioned that last time, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like a nod back to... Yeah, it's an acknowledgement of, yeah, we've time. changed yeah. the effect that we do this with and everything. But what got me, I don't know if you noticed, like, they get the meal, like, this is a replicator, so, and we've seen these replicators in TNG are pretty nifty, they can yeah, make... Yeah, can do anything, anything, yeah. They get a tin tray... Like prison tray <laughs> with separate compartments. That's They're true. not happy with what they're eating. So is it do the Federation go, Oh, your workers, you get this. You just get Campbell's meatballs and <laughs> <Yeah. mash." laughs> it, it, it seems very strange to me That's that the fair point. Because it's and yeah. they've all got it the same. It's like And it's so, Yeah, like the, nowadays if you if you work at some factories you get the meals yeah, provided, yeah, yeah. they have the canteen. And you might only have one or two choices. Yeah. And it's very much like that. But, but it's a, a repli- replicator it's can a make anything, as long yeah. as it's got enough matter in it yeah. to make it's it. It's a replicator. Why are you making them all eat shit that they don't like? Yeah, you should be able to just well, put this back in and do me a steak, yeah. you know. Do me one of them. Oh, have you seen that? Yeah. KFC and Pizza Hut are teaming up to do a KFC... Um, popcorn chicken pizza. Oh, that sounds. And yeah, you can. I think the it's coming out mid February, <coughs> uh, so Valentine's Day you can get it and stuff. So that that could be an interesting yeah. one to look out for if you're listening to this in time. Um, so yeah, good point. The yeah, why don't they just put it back in? And, yeah, it, yeah, it just seemed like I could understand it nowadays. The workers just getting the meal, but this is the 24th century. Exactly, with a they can have what they want. Unless it's you know, this is an outside contractor and it's not actually <laughs> Starfleet doing it. Yeah, so but even so, it's still... You'd think they'd give them better food. It's yeah. still a replicator. Why are you treating them like... <laughs> yeah, fair point. Like uh, what we class as a modern-day dirty canteen. Yes. <laughs> Man, some dirty canteens do good food. Yeah, though, but, but yeah, that You know my point good. with it. It's... Yeah. So back to Picard then. <laughs> and... He's watching the footage now of what happened, and we we had this thing last week where they said, "Oh, maybe she's put on her cloaking shield and blah 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 yeah. blah blah," and it it's kind of looks to be that either that or it, Picard seems to think it's been modified after the fact. Yeah. This footage, which uh, like we find out here that his two helpers, servants, whatever at home, are tell she are. Yes, which is, I like that. That's a good yeah. A good twist, and I really like the. And they actually say, um, "We are the only people who can protect you from the Telshiar." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, well, I suppose if you're going into retirement, there's not many better people to yeah. have looking after you than the Telshiar. But um, I like the banter between these two as well. There's bit a, a bit later yeah, on uh, that I want to pull out, but there's a few things. Yeah, so they're it. really good. And through this conversation, then this is where we find out about the Jacques Vash. Yeah, this is a, this have, is new. This is new. I've not come across any ref, past references to this. No, no. I think this is this is a new thing for yeah. Picard, and we're told it it's kind of a myth within the Salshiar. Yeah. Um, is it Shaban, the male Romulan? He he's quite dismissive of it. He's like, you know, it's just a bedtime just... story, and there's no such thing. But. Um, Laris is much more like no no no, no. The, yeah. this is a when thing when I was training <coughs> um, my instructor got drunk your mother <laughs> yeah 
and yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so their their parents were married by yeah. the sounds of it, or they had something together. Yeah, that's the way it looks. And she tells us a little bit about it. So that the keeper keepers of secrets so profound and terrible that just learning them can break a person's mind. Yeah. Now, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> now, I wondered about this if. These are possibly the original Romulans that left Vulcan. The Jacques Vash. Yeah, yeah, if, possibly. If it's like from, like where there was a separation and yeah. If these are the the original, the original ones who were literally Vulcans yeah. at the time. Yeah, I've got another theory on this because I I think. She says they've got a loathing of all artificial life and they operate without treaty jurisdiction. Yeah. So, fair enough. So, it's another... It's It, it now, seems... I, I've got a problem with this whole thing, actually, because she says, have you ever noticed there's no AIs, no cybernetics? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was one where, in the Next Generation episode, and the Romulans went, I've got a team of scientists that can't wait to get their hands on you. Oh, for, about for data. data. Yeah, I've so, seen other people have pointed that out. Um, also, we had an Enterprise where they sort of cybernetically altered the Andorian to fly the, the yeah, ship to attack them. Yeah. So, uh, there is a history of them using there is a cybernetics bit, I mean, and them wanting to get into artificial intelligence. Yeah, and, th- this is a retcon. And... I, depending on what they do with it, I I am kind of willing to go with it because over the history of Star Trek, we've not had loads and loads about it. No. So there have been bits here and there, and I don't mind just ignoring a couple of little bits if it means we get to tell a good story. Yeah. You know, Star Trek has done that. Like, we've had bits, uh, for example, in the last episode of the original series you have the woman saying, you know, women aren't allowed to be starship captains, and... In your, well, she in says your, in your world. world of starship captains. Yeah. Now, that can be interpreted in a couple of ways. It could be, but that that's one of the ones that we've we've sort of ignored it and yeah. moved on, and it's the right thing to do, and things like, yeah, you know... Yeah, I like to look at that, I like to look back at that and think that she's just having a dig at Kirk. Yeah, his, that's the... His little world. That's the reading of it, it yeah. And it, she's not on about Starfleet doesn't have... No, this is true. ...female captains. So it's, you know, things like as well where they slipped in a line in the TNG films about, oh, Data does age a bit. And it's all, no, no, we've been told that he doesn't. Yeah. And Spot, his cat, was a boy, then turned into a girl when they needed yeah. it to... So, you know, I'd, if we're going to do something to be good fair, with actually, it, I be, don't mind. To be fair here, um, when I was with the ex, we had a cat. And for the first uh, three years of its life, it was a boy. <laughs> okay. Until it had kittens. Right, fair enough. <laughs> so this does actually happen. I have no problem with right, well, gender changing cats. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... The Romulan thing, yeah, we you can find examples and you can pick it apart. I'm willing to have a look and see where they go with it. We'll we'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now. And this idea of artificial life, this ties in. There's a couple of other things in the episode that we'll get to. Um, I'm wondering if the secret is going to be that the Romulans created the Borg. Because that would be something that would put you off artificial life. Yeah. For, you know, if that was, 
if the original Borg were an experiment by ancient Romulans in AI and it went wrong and it created the Borg, you could imagine that there would be a secret society that goes, we are not touching this ever again. again. Which runs in um, sort of opposition to what we're seeing going on yeah, uh, with Sergi and everything, which we'll we'll get onto in a sec, but that's one of the thoughts that I'm having at this stage. And then while we've got all this conversation going on, we're interspersing it with scenes of uh, Picard and Laris investigating Daj's apartment. Yeah, which I like that. I think that's you know a few people in the after the last episode said, "Well, why ain't Picard?" looking for a family and White and Picard doing this uh, and now we see that he actually yeah is we're, doing we're getting the answers to that now and you know this is a short space of time all this has yeah. happened in so we get this scene where Laris has got this thing that basically recreates everything that's been yeah. going on now. yeah and like Starfleet said about it, but heard that it doesn't work very well. Yeah, and she says, "Well, we wanted you yeah, to that's think what that. We wanted you to think." Yeah, and obviously it does work well. Yeah, and again, you know, does this thing make sense? It's basically a, a nice, handy. It's a good plot device for this will well, get us the information well, we need. It's just another. Fo- it's it's like the use. We've seen them use tricorders to take oh, yeah, yeah. and to go, and they scan something and they go. So and so, so and so was here. Yeah, and it's scan somewhere else, and this here, here, and this is just going a step further. Yeah, and this holographically is a... reproducing yeah. that. So I just say it's an extension of. Yeah, the, I don't the, have the an enormous is, problem with it. It's it, technology has moved on a bit. <laughs> yeah, and now we can recreate. I mean, they do. And this is also somewhat Romulan, oh, which yeah, we yeah. haven't seen a lot. We've, we've seen the Romulans, but we haven't seen huge amounts of... No, we haven't, and that's, I think, why they've gone with the Romulans with this We Hate Artificial Life, because yeah. the, to say they've been in Star Trek right from the start, we we haven't seen a lot of Romulans. No, and we, we, don't, we know bits and pieces, it's like not she's, huge. She says, like, you could put secret before everything Thing to do with Romulans, <laughs> and it's true, yeah. we don't know a lot yeah. about them. And we find out then these operatives have scrubbed the crime scene. And she goes full-blown Irish on us. She does, yeah. <laughs> you cheeky fuckers. <laughs> yeah, she does. Which is the second F-bomb? Third? Third. Tilly said one, then Stamets said one straight after. Right. And then this one, and then we've got an admiral coming yeah. up. Um, so they've also done this with the data, so... They've not erased it, but they've corrupted it so you can't distinguish you can... anything from anything. Yeah. And they have this quite clever way that they... They work they, it out. And... They, they find out what's going on, yeah. And, yeah, they, they trace it back to the sister and everything like that. And then we, we get to see what a little bit more of what's going on on the Borg Cube, which this is another one that adds to my theory. They call the Borg Cube the Artifact... Which implies that it's old. Yeah. You know, it's it's all as the. I'm thinking, has have the Romulans had this cube all the time? Well, there's fe- there's. <coughs> I've seen a couple of uh, theories on this, and they're saying it's the Borg cube that followed Janeway back. Could be. But what gets me there is, if this is the Borg cube that followed Janeway back, that was in Earth's solar system. Yeah, yeah. 
So why feel like the Romulans how the Romulans managed, managed to, to get hold of it? That does, and I'm quite sure that the Romulan cube that followed Janeway blew up. It did because the yeah, it, and I mean Voyager proper. finished with there was a procession of Starfleet ships that yeah. greeted Voyager, and that was that. So no, I, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, so I don't buy that one. No, I'm not with that one. I I am wondering, have they had this? Well, I'm thinking they've had this since near the beginning of TNG. Maybe like because, when they were looking at the well, things well, being scooped up no, in the, the neutral first, zone. The first time that um, no, before that, the first time they bump into the Romulans. I can't remember the episode. It's yeah, it's season one, neutral zone. So they they say in that cause they're looking at loads of yeah, planets. But, uh, but the Romulans say. Um, we've been busy on our other borders. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, We've been yeah. busy elsewhere, but nothing else is ever said. What have they been busy So, yeah, with? it could be. So, I'm wondering if they've been fighting the Borg. Possibly on that so, border, yeah. And that's where this cube has come and from. I'm wondering if it does go further back and that this is an ancient one, but we'll, no doubt we'll get the answers eventually. No, I don't think it's going to be an ancient one. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's my theory. I don't think it'll be ancient because we know Hughes off to. We know Hughes going to turn up. So I think Hughes come off this queue. There is something to support that as well later on. So we find out as well that they're they're stripping it basically and selling the technology. Yeah, the it's sort of a throwaway line, but it looks like they are doing that. And then Narek and Soji, the flirting last week, they've not wasted any time. Yeah, they're straight in bed. But. Who do you think's playing who in this relationship? I think they're playing each other. Yeah, I. Well, we find out a bit, quite a lot more. We do about Narek particularly, but I'm wondering if the setting is up for a twist here that Soji's going to be a bad guy because Daj comes in and she's the young innocent and she's looking for help from Picard. She dies. Picard automatically assumes I need to help her sister. But I'm wondering if there's going to be a twist that she's actually going to be a bit of a mastermind behind all this. No, I think she's going to be... No, I don't think that at all. I've not got that at all. I'm just thinking in terms of that would be an interesting way to go with this story. And I'm not going to be surprised by it. Yeah, I don't think Star Trek does that to... Not necessarily, but again, you, you know, Star Trek, we don't it is, know. I'm just putting it out there. Um, they also say, like, you know, it must be kept a secret and all this. And it, Well, he asks her in what Romulan, if you notice. Yes, he does. And she answers him straight away, she understands yeah, it. Yeah, I think he was testing her there to see if she understood well, Romulan. Well, I want to come back to this with the languages. In fact, I'll jump us a bit forward. Yeah. When they're examining the Borg, mm. the Nameless, after... She goes over to him at the end and she spe- says something in another alien. Yes, song. she does. She says, You rest now, my friend. And we and get he, And he recognises this. And is she recognises his species and speaking in his tongue. Ah, that's a fair point. Yeah, maybe it's like uh, and, sort of a, a, de- like a, a death prayer for well, whatever that species is. Yeah, and this could be like if, she, if she, she, we know she's an android. Hmm. We imagining that they've got all sorts of access to data. You think like no, shit. and I don't mean the character data. No, I mean no, no. information. Because we saw like that with um, the sister last yeah, week, we did. where he pulled up like the computer. And if she's accessing Starfleet records, yeah, Voyager's been in the Delta Quadrant. That's and, true. And 
metal lord of these so, species yes, that it could well be the case that Romulans and rest wouldn't know so about. maybe she's like C-3PO she's fluent in 6 million forms of communication she, well, she just, acts, just access it very quickly but then that would imply she knows she's an android and oh, I, I think she does know she's an android already See, I thought she did last week, but I'm not so sure this week. Yeah, now. I think she knows already, and I think she's up to something on the board queue. Yeah. But I don't think she's a baddie. <laughs> well, again, we'll find out, maybe. And then, back to Picard, then. So this is where he meets his physician, which we find out was the doctor on the Stargazer. Yeah. Which I thought was nice. It was well, a nice callback, and it... I suppose it shows that, yeah, a lot of Starfleet people retire back to Earth, which yeah. makes sense. And this is where we get... It's not a direct reference to the Eremodic Syndrome, but he, he says uh, there's this thing on your parietal lobe. Yeah. And it, it could cause any number of neurological things. Yeah, and he lists a lot of things that he was doing last week, like sudden outbursts. And... Yeah, yeah, that's quite a funny scene where, yeah, outbursts on national, international, galactic or whatever communications. So this could be a tie into the Eremodic Syndrome. Yeah. We know it's one of these where he says there's ultimately there's no cure, but we, he's, we've not been told at this stage that this is definitely going to kill you it, yeah, yeah and it might like has it developed into this yeah we know that it could develop it could and, and we're getting that from all good things and that it could develop it might you know it quite possibly might die of old age yeah. first uh, or as the doctor snidely suggests something might kill Find you out in space kill you <laughs> and this is interesting that basically Picard's saying to him I need you to okay me and this is quite a, what's the word, a presidential thing to do, is to ask a doctor to fake records to say that you're yeah. fitter than you actually are. Not that I would imply that any current presidents in the world today would do a thing like that, but interesting. Um, and then we get this bit, Picard goes to Starfleet again, and I like that... It looks like these are public transporters. This is like, you know, well, you walk I, in and... Now, I like these. I think, like, this is really showing transport technology. Yeah, yeah. There's no standing on a pad. No, you just walk through, you appear. Yeah. There you are. Like, I imagine these are like transport hubs. Like, we're sitting yeah, yeah. one gate here. But I imagine, like, around the whole of this Starfleet command... Yeah. ...that there's numerous gates gates or something and probably and all over to, the world as and well the, and the link to loads of capital yeah. so you can literally go that's the gate to take you to paris cause yeah yeah that's going through paris and you just walk through yeah i think that's the way it is and we, we've had sort of things like in the past um cisco when he's talking about i used to go to the transporter center to yeah. go home for my dinner and yeah so yeah that but it is a natural extension of that yeah, sort of thing but i thought it's very clever because not only do they not have to stand on the pad, they can just walk through. There's people moving in both directions yeah, yeah, at yeah. the same time, so no, it's, it's very able clever. to process. And, um, but it's still got the nice same sound effect, but faster every time they go through. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's, it's, really, just, it's really good. It, um, and it is a nice progression. <laughs> it is, and you do see a little bit of this in Star Trek Beyond, and I know it's in the Kelvin timeline. Yeah. Uh, but when they're on that big station, you see someone go into what looks like a phone box and then get beamed up. And yeah. I, I imagine that's a bit of what goes on on yeah. Earth now. 
you go to these places, you walk through it, yeah, really nice. And then in the actual building, we get this bit where he's looking up and it shows the Enterprises, and it shows the Disco Prize, and then it shows the Enterprise D. I think maybe it'd have been nice if they'd have shown... The others in between as well. The others in between, or the Kirk's Enterprise, you know, just to show, look, we've not replaced that Enterprise completely. Having said that, I do like the Disco Prize, so I'm always happy to see it, (laughs) but... um, and then there's that cute scene where he's talking to the guy and he's sort of surprised that he has to ask his yeah. name. But once the guy gets his name, he realises oh, who well, it is. Yeah. So, you know, Picard's a, a famous guy. And then we get this confrontation with the Admiral where well, we get the F-bomb. Well, she, <laughs> she did appear in Next Gen. She's a recurring oh, is, character. It, is she? Yeah. I didn't realise. She was Lenson on, on the Enterprise. Oh, was in, she? Yeah. I didn't she know that. Appeared, I can't remember what name. In fact, they've kept the same name. So, right, that's the really same, cool. It then. is the same character. Yeah, that's good. And, and it's, there's quite a few of these supposedly that we're going to see. I wouldn't be surprised. That, that not main characters, but they've they've been in the odd episode here or there somewhere. Yeah, that's good. It's a good way of doing it. Where they are now, and I like um, I like the sort of the whole confrontation, and everything, and you can. You can sort of see it from the Admiral's point of view. You can completely like, see it from the Admiral's like, point of he view. He just walks in, he wants a ship, he's, oh, don't worry, I don't mind being demoted to captain. And her reaction's like, yeah. fuck off, fuck basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, she just got the F-bomb the fucking hubris. Yeah, and, and yeah, I can and see right. that. He's, he's resigned from Starfleet, he's just been on TV slagging them off. Yeah, and he, he and it's... It is almost a blow to Picard's pride because he obviously expected that this would be a done deal. Yeah, it? yeah well, it's just to get in his own way, isn't it? And yeah, like I don't think there's anything wrong with him not getting his own way. In fact, I think it, it's actually more sensible. Like, didn't get his own. way. I think this admiral would have to go down in your estimation if she'd have agreed to it. Yeah, even though we as viewers know. Yeah, you should give him it because Picard, we know we know as viewers looking in. Yeah, that Picard's right. He's right. He's gonna. But, he wants it for the right reasons. But, he's but, gonna do something. But good. what she's seeing, she's she's not yeah. seen these. Re- no, reasons. absolutely. She's seen his his public outbursts. Yeah, and, and he's burnt his bridges, and we find out later. Um, you know that the he's called like the hermit of Labar, yeah. and he's obviously quite a notorious figure now in yeah. Starfleet. Um, so yeah, he's not getting reinstated, and we do find out a little bit more about the um, the circumstances of him leaving and the Romulan situation and everything. And it does put a new light on it. She goes, "Look, there were fourteen members of the Federation who were saying they were going to leave, leave the Federation. Yeah, the Federation was going if to we helped the Romulans, and so all of a sudden you're like, right, I can, yeah, I can yeah. see." Where they're coming from, it's helped, and she's like she says, we helped them as long as we could. <laughs> the fleet that we had to help them got blown up. Yeah, and it's it's one of it's a no win. You know, Star Trek likes to do it's a no win scenario. Yeah. Like you, the, you can't the, help the Romulans and keep the rest of the Federation happy. And yeah. as as a captain or an admiral, Picard can take the moral stance and go, no, we need to help them. But the people higher up the chain can't afford to do that. Yeah. And so it 
it's interesting that we're getting into this grey area where it's not clearly Picard's right and clearly Starfleet are wrong. Yeah, it's there's more more of yeah, there's more ambiguity to it. To yeah, it. Not, like we're forgetting, like it's very easy to think of Starfleet in the Federation as being Earth, especially in these first couple of episodes yeah, based yeah. on Earth. But the Federation is thousands. Oh, it's of, enormous. Yeah, thousands of different species. Yeah, it's it, it's it adding. Isn't just, it isn't just the humans that are calling the shots. And the thing is, like, it's not black and white. But we we are used to it being black and white with Captain Picard. Usually, yeah. he's absolutely right. And this in this case, he he was doing what he thought was right for the right reasons. But you can understand the argument. There's that, also other reasons of that. No, he was wrong. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Back on the Borg ship, then uh, there's a trill. So that's the second trill we've had yeah. in two many uh, in two weeks. And the, the you find out they've got these badges, which presumably protect um, them from the grey. If they go green, mm. run because it means that um, whatever <coughs> area you're in, Borg have started to activate. Right, it's basically a detector for Borg activity. Right, a Borg detector, <laughs> and. You get this bit where they say, are you researching them? She says, no, we're reclaiming them. Yeah. So do you, do you think they're trying to restore the original state? I was going to say the humanity of, but obviously they're not all human. But the, is the goal of whoever's in charge of this to bring these people back, to bring yeah, them out I of think the collective? So. Yeah, I think it is. And... Are we led to assume that this is an official operation by the Romulan government? Well, I've, I think at this stage, Romulus <coughs> has been destroyed. Yeah. They've called this the Romulan Reclamation Centre. Yeah. And I think this is the hub of the Romulan... The Romulan operation, yeah. such as it is. Because the like, clear... there was the Romulan Empire, like... Like, I am a bit... An, annoyed that the Romulan Empire Star Empire and the Romulan Star Empire is a huge yeah, yeah, yeah. area so it had a and they've sort of downgraded the star to just blowing up Romulus well I think they did if we go back to Star Trek 09 they did say that it sort of set off a chain reaction yeah, in it yeah but it looks like but, it was yeah, now it was, it's been retconned to yeah. Romulus well presumably star. whatever Spock did before he got was, shoved back in time yeah, slowed it down slowed it down it yeah but from the whole Star Empire, why couldn't they help help them? Or really yeah, I don't, I don't know. It seems through, like I've got a problem with this that they've had to rely on Starfleet to rescue one planet when they've got all these other planets. I mean, it, it may have been they wiped out the system, and if it was a if that was the heart of the Empire, it could have been very densely popular. I mean, we know Remus was there as well. Yeah. Presumably, they're gone now. But it it wasn't just one system. It's a huge. No, that's it. Um, so, yeah, so they're inviting obviously people from other planets, other places. So, is this a legit operation? Does I the think, rest of the galaxy know this is going on? I think it's a legit operation, <coughs> but I don't. It's the Romulans, so that there's obviously more to it than just. So, I think, I think, as far as the rest of the galaxy is concerned, they're reclaiming the people. They're trying to save them. Right. So, you think the rest of the galaxy knows this is a bog cube? Yes. Because I wouldn't be surprised if scientists get invited there and you don't find out it's a Borg cube till you get there 
and then it's like no, you're not allowed to talk about that it. Other scientists said that she'd been trying to get there for six months. A, a transfer true, was true. Down. Yeah, you're right. So no, I think I think they're quite open that they've got it. I think they'd find it hard to hide it. Yeah. So I think they're being open, and I think they're using the we're trying to save the people, reclaim the people. Yeah. But I think that also. There's something else going on, definitely. They're also trying to get the technology for themselves. I mean, we know that the Jat Vash are there, because yeah. we know Narek works for them. Um, and then we go back to Picard, and he's having a chat with Dr. Gerati from last week. And there's that cute bit where he says, oh, I never liked sci-fi, when she's looking yeah. at the Isaac Asimov. <laughs> um, and we, we have this chat about Daj, like... I think you talked about this last time uh, that you thought maybe she hadn't been around for very yeah. long and we find out now it's about three years. About three years, there's no history before. And, yeah, everything all. else has um, been into that. And I like the way she says um, people in the synthetic humanoid field tend to get a little secret planny. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, everyone's been very secret planny in this yeah. episode. And then, yeah, it... Picard sort of speculates on, well, wait a minute, why was Daj trying to get accepted at the Daystrom Institute? And what's the other one up to? So maybe Daj, <coughs> Daj was meant to get there and see what the humans are doing in terms of yeah, cybernetics. I think, I think that, like, I don't think Daj had been activated yet, but I think her sister is. So maybe Daj would have been activated when she got in the Daystrom yeah. Institute. She'd um, realised what she was doing. And she was meant to go there, I don't know, to find out what Maddox's research yeah. was or, or to whatever it may be. This, I mean, What's happening with synthetics now? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's clearly all about, like, the Jack Vash seem to want as much information as they can get. But then the Jack but the Vash Jap- are killing Daj, they're not... No, they were meant to capture her. They were meant the, to the capture her. It, uh, it was a mess up when they killed So one. maybe they want all these people who know about cybernetics well, because well, they're the, trying to they do something. They say that they're looking for the hive, which is implies that the bog. Well, no, that implies that there's more than just the two sisters. It does, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then, yeah, we get this bit where Soji's working on the bog, which is where you said, you know, uh, where she talks. So it also says one of the nameless. So I'm wondering... Is this a reference to Hugh? Because Hugh had a name, and like we talked about Croesus and no, all the other ones. No, I I thought nameless was because, and she says it's they don't know what species they were. Right. Which is where I go that she's accessing Starfleet records from right. Voyager when she recognises the guy because I think she speaks in his own tongue. Yeah. To him. Well, I'm see. Uh, I thought maybe because like and then it can. I, notices what you're doing his eyes light up with it yeah true so yeah it could be yeah I think you're probably right on that one Um, they talk about he's been in regiostasis for 14 years which ties in with the how many days since an incident sign so maybe yeah maybe they've had this 14 years this cube which well that wouldn't tie into next gen then would it no it wouldn't tie into next gen it wouldn't tie in with the return of Voyager it'd be later than that so I still wonder if this has been there longer Um, yeah I like that's just saying since an incident true yeah Um, then Picard we get this lovely scene where he puts on his comm badge and it's his movie era yeah 
Combadge and he calls this Raffi character who we, we meet slightly later on. I like that he says, don't hang up. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, the way the badges work has never been consistent. You don't know yeah, it's, how you open a line, how yeah, you close a line, when yeah, it stops. It, but yeah, it's always been... Uh, but it's, really... a nice, it's a nice little touch. And then we get the conspiracy deepening where we get the Admiral that we met earlier on calls Commander O, Commodore O. So we've brought the Commodore rank back. We've not seen that since the original series, I don't think. She had Commodore Decker and things like that yeah, in the original. I'm trying to think, did we have any in the movies? I don't think we did. Series I, I think it was always... Once we got to next gen, I think we, we sort of abandoned Commodore. Yeah. Um, but I, I quite like that. I like they've brought it back. And I think it it's probably been done. So it's clear that the Admiral outranks her. You know, a Commodore is not as high up as yeah. an Admiral. So maybe that'll come into play at some point. Now, is this Commodore O, is she a Romulan or a Vulcan? Or is she a Romulan pretending to be a Vulcan? Right, I've, play, I've played about with this in my head now we do find out that the other security officer is a Romulan disguised as a human yeah yes I think Commodore is going to be Vulcan right because she she does have an idic thing on her table yeah but in Ready Room which is the Will Wheaton show Apparently, which we can't get in the UK, thank you, CBS. Um, they apparently in that they've stated that she is Romulan, which if she is, that's a bit of a spoiler. Um, so I'm wondering if she's pretending to be a Vulcan but is actually a Romulan. And this now answers the question. A lot of people said, you know, why have they got rid of the head ridges for the Romulans? So you can do shit like this. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> actually, if you notice, not all Romulans have got rid of the head ridges. No, no. Some of them have got um, head ridges. The, so the chap I, on... So I've got a feeling that to get away with not changing the makeup and let some of them have head ridges, there's like a couple of tribes of Romulans. Yeah, yeah which makes some sense. Some have their head ridges, some don't. Yeah, that's fine. Like and we... I'm fine with that. I am, but I'm wondering if the reason we've gone back to this makeup style is so that we can have... Romulans very uh, easily. A bit of a deception as yeah, to, that, is it a Romulan, yeah, is it a Vulcan? Now, what got me is like, why has the one gone to human? And what happens if she cuts herself is a blood Yeah, the blood and... unless they've totally reconstituted a DNA. Yeah. And yeah, if you're going to blag it, just blag it as a Vulcan, like yeah, as we that, know from our mate yeah, Simon Tarsis back well, in the drum end. But that's it, if Commodore R is a Romulan yeah and all she's done is said no I'm not I'm Vulcan yeah then why go to all the surgical stuff on the other one I I don't it, know it doesn't make so sense so yeah she could be a Vulcan that, yeah that doesn't that's what sort of threw me she, like why do one and not the other I don't know and she definitely seems to be part of the Jack Vash yeah and so's this Rizzo um, from Greece um, and she She's also part of the Jack Vash, and we found out she led the Death Squad in the last episode. Yeah. But the Metabolus of it, Daj, got killed. She shouldn't have been. No, I don't think... I don't think the Commodore is Jack Vash. 
I think you know? no, I think it's Starfleet are actually working with them. So you think Narek then I is think, Starfleet? I think, yeah, but I think that you might find I I think she, you might find she's actually Section Thirty One. Oh, well, maybe Section Thirty One and the Jat Vash of are working are working together, together kind of like, and she's actually Section Thirty One working in Starfleet. That'd be interesting. I mean, yeah, it it could well be. Again, I'm sure we'll find out, but there's... Okay, what we'll do is we'll call it the Cabal for now. So there is a Cabal yeah. that consists of Commander O, Rizzo, and Narek that we know of. Yeah. Plus these death squads, who most of them are dead. But, yeah, so we will call them the Cabal until we know for definite yeah. who, they're, who they're with. No, I'm calling Commander O Vulcan. Yeah. And section 31. So I think she's Romulan and Jacques Vash, so right. we'll find out. <laughs> Probably going to be neither of them. She'll work for the Obsidian Order or something. Um, so then we go back to Picard. He's telling him what he wants to do. Yeah, I want, um, I want to go out into... Yeah, into space. And we get this great bit with Laris who says, yeah, you can go to space. Take that one with you. Well, before that, we get, oh, you'll need her. You can't do that on your own. Yeah, we'll have to go yeah. with you. And Picard don't want them to... And we get this call back where she says, well, you know, or he says, rather, why don't you take Riker, Worf, LaForge... Picard says, I don't want to get him in trouble. Yeah. Do you uh, buy that? Is that good enough for why we're not calling us mates? Yeah, it's sort of like, this is my thing. I think just about I do. Be, and we know about, he goes to see Riker at some yeah, point. Yeah, but like, and from what we've seen of like the trailers, it looks like Riker's <laughs> retired. Yeah. We've got to assume Worf's off in Bastion somewhere in Klingon. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. We don't know where Georgie is. No, the but a few people online. Like, were, am I going to drag the, these people from all over? And also, I've not got a good reputation now, whereas they're probably still in good standing yeah. with Starfleet. But so like I you don't want to. If he asked them, they would come back in a breath. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jordy, a few people were speculating because in the countdown to Star Trek O Nine comic. He was working at Utopia Planitia, and people were saying, "Oh, maybe that's Jordy dead then." Um, but this dialogue implies that's not that, the case, yeah. so that's good. I don't want any of them to have died off screen. No. I think that's a bit lame. And then we get a little bit more from Commander O then, Commodore O. She's overheard Picard's conversation. She says, like, the Admiral didn't tell me, but he mentioned the Jacques Vash by name. No, he didn't. I went back and watched the scene again. In what we see, he definitely didn't. But there is a cut. And it shows him sort of walking out of Starfleet headquarters. So possibly there's space there that he could have done. Because um, she says, oh, he was ranting and raving like a madman. And I thought, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but maybe he did. Maybe, maybe he ranted yeah. and raved in this this little cutscene. Or maybe it's a case of they, they trimmed the scene for time and we lost yeah, a couple of lines lost, of dialogue. Which is then a shame if it's being referenced later. It is, yeah. But I, I'm, I hadn't noticed that, actually. I'd yeah, to... I, I deliberately went back and thought, did because I didn't remember him. And then, But there is... She basically says, you know, how dare you, blah, 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 blah. And then it cuts to him walking, walking out, out of Starfleet yeah. and you hear her say, access, uh, sorry, request denied. But, that doesn't mean that was the last word in that conversation yeah. necessarily. So there's room for it to have happened. And we find out Rizzo is Narek's sister. And we have this bit where 
um, she goes and talks to him via hollow communicator, yeah. which presumably came back into fashion once Pike had well, died. Well, we've got to assume that because we saw it starting to be used in DS9. We did, we did. So yeah, it's it's back in. Yeah, they've it's obviously, back in. It's obviously been updated. They've solved whatever problem well, it were causing on the Enterprise. Well, also this is Romulan ones, so it could be very different. True, yeah. true, very true. Yeah, and uh, there's some interesting dialogue. Like she says, "Have you found the nest?" Yeah, this is what I mean. Is yeah, like, there's got to be more than one. All right, like, do, the, like we've got the sisters, but is there have to be a, 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 like a colony? Of yeah, and it say, she says, "Has she given up the location of the other abominations?" Yeah. So yeah, maybe there's, there's more. Uh, maybe Maddox is hiding somewhere, yeah. making things. Yeah, we have to find somewhere down the line, a few episodes down the line, and go somewhere, and there's going to be a lot of twins. It could well be, yeah. And then, um, as well, she makes the threat, I'm going to come and sort it out using my methods, and we know that her methods are death squads yeah. and shit, so... And she's not happy that Narek's method seems to be seducing her. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be working, though. <laughs> to give well, him it just said that she approved his... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The, he's he's like, working like his way fi- in. Like we find like we find out that the brother and sister, but I don't think that really matters in Romulan society. If he steps out of line, she won't. Oh yeah, no, definitely. As well, you know, the Tal Shiar would have done it. So if these are Jat Vash and they're even worse, yeah. and Section Thirty One would definitely do it. Yeah. So whatever the cabal is, yeah, I think we might find Section Thirty One's involved here somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised, especially since we've had news that Section Thirty One shows definitely going into. Yeah, we had news into, yesterday. Section Thirty One starts it's going filming, into, uh, filming after Discovery. As as Discovery wraps filming. Yeah, so, you know, maybe they want to keep the Section 31 name alive and yeah. everything. Who knows? And then, finally, uh, well, I think we jumped around a bit. It's just before the, the bit with Narek, but Picard goes to see Rafi, who lives near the rocks out of the episode Arena, yeah, which were also in Bill and Ted. Yeah, well, and they, they use quite the yeah, very famous Loads of Twilight Zone yeah. episodes. Yeah, they've been used all over. And because earlier on he says... It's oh, Kirk's Rock. It, yeah, <laughs> earlier on he says it's somebody who hates me. I'll ask her for help, and it is definitely frosty between them. Yeah, and now, this is supposed from what I understand here. One, the backstory is that um, she was part of his crew when he went to help with Romulan. Yes, that's what I've dis- heard. Disrepute because she was part of his crew. When right, he was sort of like blown up. Yeah, and- I heard she was his first officer. Uh, I presume we're getting that from the comics, which I've not read yet. I've not but, read the comics. Uh, I'm waiting until they do all three collected yeah. in one volume, and I'll probably pick it up. But um, yeah, so that's presumably who she is. But this is just a tease for this week. We're going to yeah, meet we her properly next week. And yeah, like <coughs> um, it's interesting. The wine. It is yeah, yeah, yeah. six. Is um, a nod to when um, they first put um, Next Gen into production. Ah, there you like, go. Like, we yeah. first saw Next Gen in 87, but it actually went into production in 86. Also, if you go back to the start of the episode, that was 2385. So it's probably the first crop that he did after going back to the vineyard, His after leaving crop. Starfleet. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, that seems to win her over, and she's willing to talk to him. Yeah. 
So he's he's kind of putting a crew together. We've got well, you know, Doctor Girati's going to go. She can supposedly get him a ship. Yeah, he's got Rafi's going to get him a ship. Doctor Girati's there for the thing. It's yeah. all women. This crew, Captain Picard. You yeah, know, well, we do get a bit of a, tr- a teaser for the next episode. Yes, we, we do. See that. I've not seen that yet. So, but go on. Uh, but, well, we we'll see that. It is a male captain of whichever ship. Yeah, yeah, it's that. And we, um, and we keep getting clips of an old Romulan Warbird. Yeah, we do. Like from the original series. Yes, yeah. And I, But is it off to be the ship Picard's on? Or are they fighting it? I it, think been, they'll be fighting it. it it's, it's almost... It's been teased. Yeah. To look like it's going to be the ship he's on. I don't think it will, but again... And I think it's been teased deliberately to throw us off. Probably, yeah. Uh, and there's also this Romulan samurai guy that's coming into yeah. it who looks pretty cool. So we've still got a lot of the main cast to meet. Yeah. And we've still got a lot of story to pick through. Yeah, I think that will I think that will probably gather up pretty much the rest of the crew. Yeah, within week. the next week or so, yeah. And I think it, next week, I think it's the first one Freak's directed. Yeah, so we should see Freak in the ring, I think. So we might see them. We'll we be getting seven pretty soon. Yeah. Um, this is the last we see of um, oh, Romulan's servants. Oh, is, it? is this going to be uh, an end to them? Yeah, well, her at least. Yeah, she was. Right. She's okay. only credited for two episodes. Oh, I hope she comes back. I know. hope she comes back because later been, on, like, she's when really she goes, good. When she goes full on Irish. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I like that she's obviously. <laughs> Take that one with you. <laughs> yeah, she's obviously got Picard's number and she's not having any of it. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of her. So far, so good, I think, for Picard. Yeah. Bit slower, as we said this yeah. week, but. Like we were warned as well that in places it's going to be a slower series. Yeah, it is absolutely, and but it's it's never going to have the impact of the first episodes that were like, wow, this is new Captain Picard, yeah. you know. So looking forward to next week. Um, any last minute thoughts or predictions for what we might get? Um, I'd like to with episode three, because like thirty percent of the way through, I'd like to see. In moving off Earth, yeah, I, I don't want the last scene of Episode Three in beaming onto the ship. And mm. after, I'd like it to like be halfway through. Yeah, get going now. Yeah, let's start. We've had to, we've had this slower episodes, yeah, building up story. So we know there's still a lot of story to come, but let's have a bit. Yeah, I think we, we do need a bit of forward momentum in the next yeah. episode. It was nice to spend a bit of time finding out bits and bobs and putting was, his affairs in order. More, and we saw even more of Earth. And like we, said exactly. in, like we said after the first one, we are seeing more of Earth in the 24th oh, century. miles more. We've seen in any other Star Trek. So, no, I agree with you. I think it, the, the plot needs a nudge now. So yeah. I, we introduced all these concepts in the first episode and we've developed them in this episode, but we need the next plot no, point yeah. now. Need to get going. But great stuff so far. Let us know what you think. You can join our Facebook group. Uh, just type in Retrek in your Facebook search engine. You'll find us. Twitter, we're at RetrekPod. Gmail is RetrekPod at gmail.com. And um, I think that just about does us for this week. It does. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review or a rating on iTunes. 
or whichever podcast you use, but iTunes tends to be the one that gets you boosted up the rankings. So <laughs> if you're on iTunes, please leave a rating. Uh, if you're not enjoying the show, let us know. Let us know Let why. us know what we can do. And thanks for trekking with us this time. We'll see you next time on The Retrack. Thanks, bye.